Today is a great day for car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> <laughs> this is the car wash on the SL podcast. She's a song on a car. Good day and welcome to episode number 88 of the car wash. On today's show, Bafana off to a decent start. What FIFA says about buying promotion and so much more. Whether you're tuning in on SL Podcast.co.za, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Play, or Mahi King 96.7's Game Time, welcome to the show. I am, of course, Sean Roberts, and of course, I'm not alone. I'm with Mr. Tech or my DC Tex. How are you, my friend? I'm good, and you, Sean? I'm very well, thank you. How is that missing tooth of yours? Hey, dude, I took out four. What? Yeah, man. Were they giving you issues? Yeah, they were giving me issues. So I had to get rid of them. Once probably why you're speaking so much (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Right, from there, let's do this. Joke of the day. Probably the best joke you've ever heard in your life. Here we go. How do trees access the internet? Dude, I saw this. They log in. Dude, I saw you wrote this I think last night on Instagram. And I'm like, you better not come back with that to to the car wash. Did you have a chuckle? <laughs> I always preloaded before the car wash. No, it's, it's just that I've, I've imagined you, oh, which is not a good imagination, but I, you know, re- imagining you writing that and laughing at your own damn joke. <laughs> Alrighty, let's move on. From there, we move on to pole position. Pole position. Pole Position is a segment where we ask our fans and our supporters club a certain question and get voice note replies. This week we asked you what changed for Bafana and did you think and what did you think of their performance against Ghana? And this is what you had to say. Uh, I think Bafana uh, Bafana game against Zimbabwe it was more technical. There was no cohesion, no combination of plays. So the coach put it on the day. So that's why he came with another play so that he can try to build his own team. So yesterday against Ghana, the combination was good. Everything was good. And the introduction of Novo and Bloom and stability in the defense in the middle field. I think they played very well. What the coach has to change. I think we don't have more strikers. We need more strikers. If we, yesterday we have more strikers, we are going to score more goals. Well, I draw against Zimbabwe. It was unfortunate, in my opinion, we should have won that game, but it's part of the game. The performance was average, the same like yesterday, a massive win against Ghana, but the performance was still the average. But our biggest challenge as a country, we don't convert our chances. Look at how many errors did Ghana make at the back, but we didn't convert them. Bafana Bafana game was amazing yesterday. The coach gives them the freedom. They were, they were playing the way they want to play. If that guy continues to do that, Bafana Bafana is going far. They were playing. They were free. They were no other control of the coach. They were doing their thing. These boys were free yesterday. They were free. Bafana Bafana is a little bit of a condition. I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. I don't think I'm going to be I think our boys played very well, especially in the second half. We tried to connect those passes in the, in the final set with the combination of Tao and Mahoba. I think if we can give the, if we can give the coach a chance in this for two years, we'll have a strong spot. And our vision is to 
qualify for World Cup 2022. Yes, but Coach Wetu, Right, Tex, I mean, uh, very much similar info and input from, from various people. A lot saying that we obviously improved from the Zimbabwe game, but not enough uh, finishing prowess, not enough aggression up front. Um, I think... Teko, in a nutshell, if we said uh, last week that we would get four points out of these two games, we would have taken it. Um, we did. And, yeah, look, okay, Zim, uh, the Zim game, you know, just Bruce's first game on the bench. Uh, we had a lot of possession in the first stanza, but failed in the final third, as, as what they, they have said to the fans. Um, Percy is not his greatest performance. Um, and around 65 minutes, Ambuffan looked pretty tired. Um, the, in my eyes, uh, the Ghana game, um, yeah, a crucial 1-0 victory at Ghana, uh, against Ghana at the FNB Stadium. Um, this takes us to top of the log. Uh, Hugo made, Hugo Boss, your, your man, made two changes to the Bufana side. Ethan Brooks and Longwana came in for Gift Links and Luther Singh. Uh, very physical game. And of course, Longwana with the last minute goal. Uh, Tex, in a nutshell, would you agree with that? Would you disagree with that? What do you think of the two games? Uh- Look, I, I think, first of all, those are two difficult fixtures. Yes. It's, and it's always been the case with South Africa versus Zimbabwe and yeah. Ghana as well. And let's not forget, let me not forget, this is a sort of rebuilding Bafana squad. Um, and again, I'm, yeah. I'm very happy with the four points. Yeah. I, I mean, look, we, in a nutshell, you look at the positive side, is we do, we, we had four points out of, you know, six and mm. against uh, strong footballing countries. Mm. Uh, but also on the flip side is we we could have actually had six. We could actually be in a position where we're saying we have six by beating mm. Zimbabwe as well. Because if you look at the star players of Zimbabwe, 80% or 60% of players from Zimbabwe, they're playing in our country. Sure. So it shouldn't be difficult for us to 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 to, to play and, and and know the characteristics of the players. But yet yeah. again, it's, it's it's a totally different game when you in the national team setup. Of course. But, but you look at the positive the positives are you're looking at all those youngsters that are proving themselves, mm-hmm. you know, from from especially from so-called smaller teams being given an opportunity in the Bafana setup. Mm. But I still believe that within that setup itself. There's, there are positions uh, that we need uh, different personnel and experience somewhere, you know, and, and, and I feel like... What positions are those, Tex? Without, without putting anyone down of any sort, but what, what positions do you think we need possibly a bit more experience, as you put it? No, you know, you, you, you come back and say we, we always need a spine that, mm. is, that is very solid. And I think still, I strongly believe that you still need, do in the national team. You, you, right now in the national team, you have one guy that everybody's relying on. Mm. You're relying on Pesita to be on song, and once Pesita is on song, everybody wants to be on song. Mm-hmm. So now you 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 don't you you necessarily don't need that in the national team. You need to build a team that, uh, as a team themselves, 
you know, they're able to, to go through difficult times and they're able to perform well, even under difficult circumstances. Right now, Pace has been shifted, I think on the Ghana game, I saw him being shifted on the right hand side when um, Hopo was playing as a striker. Mm-hmm. Right? And Pessi has never been a winger. He doesn't play as a winger. And I think the reason why also he wasn't able to get game time at Brighton because he's not a winger. So they can't use him anywhere else, but there is a number 10 or number nine position. So it, it, it tells you the kind of pressure that coach Hugo Bruce has. He still wants to play Pessi because he has to play him, but he doesn't necessarily know where to play him. Mm. Because now he's, he's he has a, a different formation within the national team, which is fine by me. But what I'm saying is within the experimentation as well, you need people that have been there. You need experience. And experience, I'm not talking about six caps and seven caps in the national team against Zimbabwe and <laughs> Botswana. <laughs> I'm talking about season, season campaigners, people that are that, that are playing football in that level week in week out. Mm. You know, we you need to, you need to have a mixture, and I don't think right now we we have a mixture. And I think if we do have a mixture, we'll probably have a proper balance that we need. Because mm. now you see your Shangwani starting to shine, starting to come in. You see your gift links coming to the national team. You see all those players that you want to see in the national team, but those players need somebody that they can. Uh, they can rely, not necessarily rely on, but but can just can show them ropes and 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 actually help them into, you know, uh, the integration of the national team or the expectation of playing for the national team. Yeah, I, it, I, I, I I accept that what you're saying, and I agree with you. Having said that, um, I think uh, in terms of getting certain players in that have experience, are you talking potentially not talking about them starting because? We've we've sort of said that they're not performing for the national team, and the, and this national team does need a bit of a, a shakeup, which has happened. Are you saying possibly get some more senior players in the change room to guide the youngsters? What I'm what I'm saying is 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 for me personally, I would say if you, if we're saying the senior players that that are supposed to be national team are not performing right now in the PSL, who's performing? Mm. Who's your best player right now in the PSL? Mm. And include all the, all the guys that are in the national team. The reason why the reason why we're so lenient because we understand that the national team with these guys that are new, that are young, they're given an opportunity and they're doing extremely well. But for you to find a proper balance in any team, whether you're a small team or a national team, in any t- sort of team, you need to find a proper balance. And in this case, we need a, bol- a balance of senior players, experienced players that can be able to to hand, um, probably guide these players to be able to, to to play together. Look, you you have you playing against Ghana. Ghana brought their uh, CEO E team to come and play with us here, right? Oh. And 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 there's there's positions where in the field you could see that if we had maybe your Kotsia in the midfield, it would oh. actually help us to calm down a bit so that we can have more control of the ball. Right. To be able to dominate with the ball, okay, maybe we don't need Kutsi in this game. We need, we need, we need. I don't know. We need Mkwena to be more adventurous. Let's mm. put somebody that can defend from Mkwena. Mkwena. Those are the type of things that you need. Mm. I'm not saying don't overlook things just because you're saying you 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 you're looking at everybody in the PSO. Then you need to select everybody that performs. Because yeah. if if you're gonna look at the youngsters, there's not so many youngsters within the PSO for you to select on. Yeah. So so in in a nutshell, you are saying um, you're happy that. Um, Bafana is rebuilding, which we spoke about last week. But yeah. you still feel certain players are being overlooked in terms of what they yeah. can add value to Bafana. Yes, sir. A wow. lot, a lot. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of players that I feel like 
look, do, do, do you and me, we watch the Bafana, we, we watch, we are South African games more than anything else. I still mm. strongly believe that there's players within the smaller structure of other teams that are, you know, are not given an opportunity to come into the national team and play. Like that's instance, always been the case though, Teko. Yeah, I know that, but 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 now you, you, you get a coach that came that came up and said openly and said, guys, I'm giving everybody a chance. You look at this boy from um, 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 Cape Town City, the left back, uh, Mashiko. Yes. Who's a better left back right now? Yeah, good player. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you, 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 you. Who's the who's the better deep line playmaker than Kuti? And how old is Kuti? Mm. It's 24, 25. Mm. Come on, dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying if, if you want to actually look look at the whole uh, uh, circumference of the ball. Hey, my friend, look at the whole circumference of the ball. Don't 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 sugarcoat and don't do all those type of things. Because if you're able to look at Baraka play. If you feel like Mokhopo is the right guy for us, I've got no beef with you. Mm. But I'm saying when you go to other teams as well, have the same energy. So get the, the same the, energy. Yeah. So the the question comes down is 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 Bruce surrounded by the right people? Or yeah, do we have the right that. selectors in place, right? Look, I think we do have the right selectors in place, but we still have our our, our own agendas. Mm. I think I strongly believe that we still have our own agendas. That has got nothing to do with with what the game brings. Because mm. if, if if for me, if you're able to watch TS Galaxy play and be able to support the youngster from TS Galaxy to come to national team and play, mm. my man, I'm I'm I, I, kudos to you. You're mm. doing your job, which means yeah. you're watching all the other games. Mm. But then again, I'm saying to you, when you look at the people that you're supposed to be selecting, you look at the positions that you need in national team. You're talking about being positional play. We want to have position. You want to be able to keep position. You yeah. look at the players that you want to use to keep position and look at how they play in their teams. And it, yeah, it doesn't sort of echo what they want. Exactly. Though, how do you select them to come in and play a position in the national team? Whereas in their team, they're not even doing that. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Yeah, and then you've got a week with these guys or ten days, and you you you, you can't change you, anything, right? You can't you can't undo what they've been doing for seventeen years. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to be position-based national team, get players that will help you in possession. If you want to use speed, get the players that you use will help you in speed in those type of departments. Yeah, and 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 these and these players might not be our number one picks, but they might fit that way of branding exactly. of football perfectly, right? Ah, Shonisto, my friend. Yeah. Hey, thank you very much. That's what I'm saying. But I'm I'm not, I'm not dissatisfied with the national team. Trust me. Yeah. I'm just saying there's 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 a few personnel that I feel like they should be there in the national team that can make a huge difference because of how they play. They'll bring, they'll bring a lot of lot of energy. They'll bring a lot of belief, and I, and I strongly believe that within the national team, with all the results that we got, you know, the, the four points that we got, I think the, the the confidence will grow. But I still believe there's players that ooze confidence without even saying anything, and that can help the national team in playing better. Hmm. Yeah, sure, interesting. I mean, that's. Uh... I think we can go on this for hours and hours and hours, and things possibly won't change. But I think in in um, I'll, I'll I need to sit down today. with Google Cruise. In, yeah, in a nutshell, I mean, we're happy with what's happened. We're happy with the four yes, points. Um, yes. we, we're happy the way things are moving with Bofana in terms of what's happened in the past. And um, we do feel that there, there are other players out there that are possibly being overlooked, which they have been for years, for sure, in the yeah. smaller echelon of teams. Is that right? Yeah, of course. And finally now, player, those type of players have been given a chance. But also what I'm saying is, is you coming in as a foreign coach, 
uh, you're studying everything from zero. Perfect. Kudos to you. Here's uh, 20 bucks by coffee. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> you you want to you want to play a certain way. Yeah. You want to play a certain way, and that certain way, you know the players that will help you with that. Mm. You know the type of personnel that you help. If you want, for instance, who who are the best footballing teams in the country right now? Mm. Out of just pick five, I can say Amazon, Sundowns. I can go Cape Town City. Who else? Football and playing. That's when you watch Swallows also. Sometimes Swallows when they went yeah. when yeah. They, when they, on their good day. There's yeah. there's not so many teams that are good on the ball. Yeah. That that, that that's the honesty. So you now when you want to look at good footballing players, those are the first teams that you're looking at. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. So that's that's for me is I don't care who's in the national team, who's not there. But I'm just saying, can can we finally get people that are supposed to be there there? Instead of giving away, uh, and I'm glad that he's not giving away uh, caps for the sake of giving away. So there's there's a lot of light within mm. this as well. But let's not dim the light. There's a lot of light. Yes. But I'm just saying, just add Tunyana, you know, Tunyana. They three fantastical classic. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. Qatar 2022. Here we come. I hope. Let's move on to Money Minute. Right here, eight, that's eight million rand. Now I see nine, that's nine. Nine point five, no ten. That's ten million rand going once, going twice. Sold, that's ten million rand to the man in the blue suit. Welcome to the Money Minute on the car wash. This segment, we chat about what's happening the late in terms of money in uh, in world football. But we're going to stick to um, what's happening in South Africa and obviously this ridiculous conundrum about what the PSL has done in terms of uh, what FIFA says about buying promotion. And um, nowhere else in the world are you allowed to buy a promotion. But because of how uh, SAFA and PSL are structured, there seems to be some sort of gray areas. Um, I just want to read a couple of things here. According to high-ranking sources at the PSL, it was only a matter of when rather than if Brum Celtic would cease, cease to exist in the top flight. Their financial sh- shenanigans played out in public space for years and insiders have described Max Shabalala's team as a ticking time bomb that would have exploded at any moment had it not been for the Royal AM. Um, Celtic were no longer receiving their 2 million rand monthly grant directly as it had long been attached to cover their debt which includes but not limited to outstanding salaries for players and staff. Um, but the reality is that even if this is a noble act from the PSL, the, hi- the PSL hierarchy in their attempts to keep the league in a good standing, FIFA says you cannot buy promotion, that it must be earned. Article 10 of the World Governing Body uh, Statute leaves no ambiguity. A club's entitlement to take part in a domestic league championship shall depend principally on their sporting merit. For FIFA, that is the definition of integrity in the game, which now leaves the PSL exposed and under serious scrutiny. Uh, quote unquote, if the if the South African Football Association were in complete control, then this wouldn't be happening. But the country has a unique situation where the mother buddy does not call the shots. Typical PSL South African football story. Teko, it's it's hard to believe, isn't it? Isn't it? It's just we, crazy. Yeah, man. And 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 for to 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 for people to actually come out and actually start talking about this and relaying this. Or, or measuring this with what the book is saying, I think it's it's more interesting because I think it opens more conversations, mm. and 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 it, it exposes so many things. And I think most people or most uh, governed bodies they don't want to be exposed or they don't want to be vulnerable because maybe to them it's a sign of weakness. Mm. And I think you know at times when when you when you f- 
up you know or you own up you you fix what needs to be fixed you apologize we move on and then we become stronger and stronger and stronger because i strongly believe that like we said i think the trend now it's 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 it's, it's becoming a thing Mm. And and for me, I wouldn't be surprised if 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 two years, three years down the line, you realize that somebody, people were buying these teams for the wrong reasons because probably maybe they're doing illegal stuff. Sure, you know because 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 you you look at how easy it is right now to 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 buy into into the PSL to buy these teams. It's mm. it's it's no longer as difficult as it was, and uh, probably maybe because of the financial situation that we're in. But we're not the only country that has those type of financial issues. Sure, absolutely. Like you, you don't hear those type of things in any in any in, in any other countries. But yet again, we're saying if this is the situation and the situation is getting worse, as the PSL, what is it that we're doing to balance things out? Do we add more teams? Do we sure. add I mean, more teams? If, to, if, to, if, to, if, if thinking of adding more teams, you could just it'll be more of this, I guess. No, but 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 the the the, the you remember not so long ago, uh, the, the the chairman of the PSL came out and spoke about how much money the PSL made. Mm. So there are there are extra funds that are lying around that can that can that can you know uh, support these teams. Or it's either you increase the grant. Mm. You get more sponsors in. I'm just saying, there's, there's there's business ways that you can actually help this to 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 be better or whatever the case might be. But I'm just saying, if 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 because there is a reason why the PSL has existed for this long. Of course, and it works. Yes, it works. It's yeah. successful with all the dynamics. It works. It's successful. Yes. But I'm just saying now we're encountering a new problem. Can yeah. we please come up with new plans and new solutions to mm. be able to fix this? Because some of us, some of you, we're killing, we, we're killing football, and money is, and globally so, money is now killing football. Yeah. Because the integrity is no longer there, uh, the pride is no longer there. It's it's how much money you have in your pocket. Hundred percent. And I just want to read this little uh, paragraph. A club that could be liquidated at short notice, unpaid players and staff, as well as a failure to honor a fixture because there are simply no funds, would be damaging to the league's brand. So I think that's that's interesting in terms of how the PSL just really need to protect their brand at all costs. And this is why we're seeing um, this Royal AM story uh, come through. Uh, you know, and and I sent this to Aiden, our, our producer, last week. Uh, literally, as we finished the. Um, the podcast last week, Far Post um, put out that the Royal AM players refused to train this morning. More than 15 players have not been paid. Some players were paid half salaries. They were promised apartments, but nothing. Families they left in Bloom cannot join them now. We are being treated like little kids, complained the source. Four players have, sh- have to share a room at the clubhouse in Maritzburg. Coaches are sharing with players. There are 62 players in total and apparently the the chairman sean mkiza was having a meeting last week with the players dude imagine you are a seasoned professional from bloom celtic uh you've got a couple of hundred games under your belts you've come to maritzburg and you're sharing a room with kids that you and your family cannot come i mean and, teko this is beyond anything i've ever seen yeah this is this is bad for football 
Um, and Unbelievable. I don't know what's happened since. There's been nothing, but it's 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 absolutely incredible. Look, Sean, I think also for for you, you look at also how it happened. For for me, it, I'm not surprised this is happening, even though I feel like this is bad for football. Yeah. You you getting a message that guys, the team has been sold on Friday. You need to leave today. You need to be in Durban at this certain certain time. Yeah. And you have 30 to 35 players. Oh, you need to you 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 have 30 to 40 players that needs to leave to Durban and when you get to Durban you also have 40 40 to 40 something players that have that have been there so now you expecting to have your own accommodation because you promised that the, the new owners will take over but the reality is the reality is Sean you play the game I play the game you know this the reality is it's your responsibility to get your own apartment you're getting a salary it's your own responsibility to get to to get a transport to come to training and forth you're sure. getting paid for that. But then there again with this situation because of the dynamic of the situation. Yes, there might be enough, maybe an agreement from Celtics to 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 uh to Mamkiz to say, okay, get this plus, I'll sort them out with accommodation. Sorting them out of accommodation doesn't necessarily mean that I'm gonna pay for your accommodation. Mm, 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 mm. And even in Bloomfontein, none of those players, Bloomfontein was playing for their accommodation. It's just that sometimes I'm saying to I'm saying to you, Sean, with with, with how things are working now, uh there are players that realistically they know that they're going to lose their jobs. Yeah. And and that is sad to see. And yeah. and 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 for the fact that you, Sean, once to once you just moved into to to Bloomfontein uh, to to Durban, you haven't even settled. You don't even know whether you're going to be registered for the new season. You don't even know what's happening. You want to bring your own family today? Come on, be realistic as a footballer. That's some some of these players are making demands that are not necessary. It is just. You you it's you unfathomable. you know, dude, you're just there for two weeks. You don't even know where you stay. You still teams are still sorting themselves out. Mm. I'm not saying I'm not saying mom, uh, uh, Sean, uh, uh, mom, kids, what she's doing, it's right or not. But this type of things, this type of a mess, it needs time. Mm. It's not gonna happen overnight. And I understand if 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 those players that okay, players must always complain when they're getting full salary. But you can't come and complain and say, um, um, my family is still in Bloemfontein and I'm here. Hey, chief, nobody told you to take your family to Bloemfontein. Yeah, yeah. I I, th- I think the big thing is is like I said, uh, if you are a seasoned professional where you were possibly respected at a high level at your previous club, you have now come to yeah, it a sucks. club. <laughs> you're not getting paid you're sharing a room with 18 19 year olds i mean oh my and sean the worst thing is is, is the chances are if if you do want to bounce you do want to leave it becomes going to be very difficult for you to even find a job somewhere else no, no matter you can't matter, you can't matter your quality so yeah. it's 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 amazing yeah, I, I hope I hope this gets sorted out. I hope we don't see a repeat of this, even though we have over the last few seasons and it's really starting to kill our game, our beautiful game that is. Um, the PSL has changed over the years from when Teko and I played in it, that's for sure. We definitely wouldn't have seen this be happening, but um, let's hope the PSL sorts this out very soon because I do feel for the players. That's It's really, really hectic. Um, yeah, from, from here, we move on to the international news desk. Uh, with Kurt Buckerfield. This was pre-recorded, pre-show. Have a listen to what Kurt had to say. We are joined now by Sokola Duma's international news correspondent, Kurt Buckerfield. How are you doing today, Kurt? Good, thanks, Aidan. How are you, man? I'm very well, thank you, Kurt. Let's kick things off with some 2022 FIFA World Cup qualifiers. 
mainly the match between <laughs> Brazil and Argentina, which was suspended mid-game. What happened there? Can you please elaborate for us? Cool. So it's yeah, very embarrassing, first of all. Um, what happened was four players, four Argentina players, who traveled with the Argentina team to Brazil failed to disclose that they had come or had recently been in England. Um, and England is a red-listed country in Brazil, meaning that if you are entering Brazil from England or having recently been in England, you are required to quarantine for 14 days. Um, so these guys essentially try to, um, you know, beat the system. Um, leading up to the game, there were a few reports saying that those four players would not be able to be involved at all. Then it became clear that things would continue as normal. Um, then, just a few minutes into that game, health officials, accompanied by police officials, enter the field to try and um, detain the four players. And um, I think Buendia, one of the players, had not actually been on the field, but they tried to look for these four players. Um, and that obviously led to a few arguments uh, and eventually leads to the game being abandoned. Um, so FIFA, the, the most um, recent thing to come from this is that FIFA have opened investigations into the matter. Um, mm -hmm. I think they are investigating both uh, the Argentinian Association and Brazil Association to see where it went wrong and why the game was um, forced to be abandoned. And I assume that from there they will take action. Um, and I also think that those four players are being investigated. So it's Emi Bundia, who plays for Aston Villa, um, Emilio, uh, Emiliano Martinez, who plays for Aston Villa, Giovanni Lo Celso, um, the Spurs midfielder, and then Christian Romero, the Spurs uh, defender, who actually recently signed for them. Um, so, so it's been so a bit of a... Just to confirm, all four of those players play in England and nobody figured that out. So that's what's funny here. And that's why the likes of Messi um, and, and Argentina's coach, Lionel Scaloni, have been very confused by the way the health, officials, uh, the health officials in Brazil have gone about this whole thing, obviously, because it's very clear to everybody where these players come from and who they play for um, at club level. Yeah. So the question is, well, why did they allow the game to start? And I think that Messi was filmed or um, there's a quote going around that Messi asked, why have you waited five minutes or I think it was eight minutes into the match? Why have you waited uh, until now to enter the field? Why not just stop the game from going ahead or uh, stop these players from being involved? So it's very funny. It feels like um, the Brazilian health officials wanted to make an example of this Argentinian team. Um, but no, very comical, very strange. Um, I'm not sure when that game will be played. I don't think there's any news on that yet. Um, when that game will be rescheduled for, I assume the next international break. Um, but no, a very um, strange set of events there. Hopefully that game will go ahead um, sooner rather than later. But look, moving on here, um, yesterday Cristiano Ronaldo finally joined Manchester United with his first training session since his return to Carrington for the second time round, I guess you could say. And obviously the international break is, is coming to an end and league football is back this weekend. So what I wanted to ask you was, could we see Ronaldo make his second debut for Manchester United this weekend when they come up against Steve Bruce's Newcastle? I think so. Um, 
I think that that's the latest is that he's he's very likely to be in that team. Um, and if I were to, um, you know, make a, a guess, I would say he's probably going to start. Um, there would be no reason for Solskjaer to try and work him into the team. Um, Ronaldo's also been training. He's had a, a, a pre-season with Juventus. He's just been on international duty with Portugal, but left early um, because of a suspension, which left him um, unavailable for the most recent qualifier. So Ronaldo decided to go to Manchester early to get that, I think it's a five-day quarantine period over, so he could be available then for this weekend's fixture. Um, so yeah, Aiden, I expect him to start. I think that Solskjaer is going to throw him right in there. Um, Let's see. Let's see what happens. And lastly, Kurt, I wanted to ask you what else has happened on the international circuit since we last spoke. Oof, well, there's been so many games. Um, I think the big takeaways from this week is that Erling Haaland is a very, very good striker, and uh, most definitely will have a very good career. He scored five goals in this international break um, from, I think, yeah, three games. Plays for. He plays for Norway. He's now scored 12 goals for Norway in just 15 games. Um, so I think that leaves him seven seven goals short of entering the top 10 goal scorers of all time for his country. Um, and he's very likely to break that record. I think it's like something like 34 goals. Um, easy pickings. Very, very easy. So he scored a hat-trick against Gibraltar um, on Tuesday night. Um, another big takeaway is that Memphis Depay is actually quite a good player too. Um, I was very critical of him when he played for Manchester United a few years ago. Um, he looked like he had never kicked a soccer ball at times, honestly. Um, he, he joined with Louis van Gaal and I, I thought when he arrived from PSV Eindhoven that he was going to be phenomenal because I'd seen him play for Holland before. Um, and then at United, he just failed to hit the ground running and then failed to get any real start or find any real form eventually was sold to Leon um, and I think Manchester United opted against the buyback clause um, perhaps thinking that he wasn't really going to be the player they thought he would be um, then he has a phenomenal time in France at Leon um, and has now joined Barcelona where he started very well I think two goals in, in his first three games um, and he, like Erling Haaland, has scored five goals on this international break. Um, he ended the, the week with a, a hat-trick against Turkey in a 6-1 victory on Tuesday night. Um, and then another one, which I'm sure you guys will discuss um, with Teko and Sean, is that Ethiopia edged Zimbabwe with a late penalty um, on Tuesday, which of course leaves Bafana Bafana at the top of Group G in their World Cup qualif uh, qualification group. So that's very, very good news. Um, and then, yeah, man, it was a, a fairly decent international break. Um, France with a 2-0 win over Finland, Griezmann scoring a brace. Um, Portugal with a 3-0 win over Azerbaijan. Um, Bruno apparently played pretty well. Um, Bruno Fernandes. So, yeah. Um, can't wait for club football to resume though. Lots to look forward to. Um, I don't think Messi is going to be available for PSG this weekend though. 
Yeah, um, that horrific tackle come up against him. No, so it's actually got nothing to do with that. And it's, it's got everything to do with the fact that he's got, apparently, I've read, that he has a clause in his PSG contract, um, which essentially states that Argentina will take priority. Yes, um, yes, yes. I remember us speaking about that a yes, while ago. So they play early on Friday morning. I think it's like 1.30 on, on Friday morning. They play against Bolivia in a World Cup qualifier. Um, and with PSG set to play this weekend, it looks very unlikely that Messi will be um, back in time for that fixture. So um, that's quite interesting. That you know, Speaking of like different you know types of clauses in contracts specifically with PSG have you seen what clauses popped out in Neymar's contract yes where he has to be respectful and kind yes. to fans yeah for 540,000 euros a month look Aiden there are so many crazy clauses in football contracts I don't think we know the half of it um, you can go find like something on the internet where it's like the 10 craziest contract clauses um, and you'll be pretty stunned to see what players and clubs agree to <laughs> I will definitely go do some research on that. But however, that is all we have time for for today. Thank you very much for the international news update. Kurt Buckerfield, have a fantastic day further. Cheers, Aiden. Right, some crazy stuff going on against uh, Brazil and Argentina and obviously Ronaldo to make his second EPL debut. Some exciting times ahead on the international scene, scene for sure. Um, but take on a local front. Let's go place our bets. Some big games coming up this weekend. Take our Pirates for a Swallows. Who's your money on? The, ori- the original derby. Oh, the big one. I think it's going to be a draw. Yeah? Yeah, I think it's a draw for this one because I don't I don't think uh, both teams wouldn't want to lose to each one. And yeah. I think with, with, with our Swallows now, lately I've been playing against the Pirates, it becomes a problem. So, mm. And I think it's the good results for, 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 for Orlando Pirates this time around should be a draw. Yeah, uh, I tend to agree. I, I I don't think it's all happy days in the Pirates camp. I could be wrong. Um, uh, we have spoken at length of Pirates having lost their identity over the last season or so, maybe a little bit less. Um, I like what my rock... I'm going for a Swallows win, uh, Tex, I think. And mm. if Pirates do lose, we're going to see, uh, I presume, a new coach in the front seat. But I, I'm going for a Swallows win. Sundowns <laughs> versus Chiefs, big one. Who you got, Tex? <laughs> Ah, the sky's the limit. Mm. The mm. limit is sky. I am, look. This this yo. this is an interesting fixture for me, and and I think it's it's gonna go bigger and bigger, especially this season, especially with how Kizzy Chiefs has formed that team. Yeah. But I still believe the Sundowns has enough in the tank to beat Kizzy Chiefs. Yeah, we did speak last week about Sundowns um, not being the. The brutal yeah. sundowns we know, not being the um, exciting sundowns we know. They look a bit tired. They're sort of running out of ideas. But uh, so for that instance, I'm going for an exciting two-all draw. I think uh, um, I think I do believe that sun, uh, Chiefs will be the only team to push sundowns this season, and I hope it does go down to the wire. So I'm going for an exciting two-all draw. Um, international scene: Leeds United versus Liverpool, one of my favourite teams. Leeds. Um, where do you think? Where do you see this going? I strongly believe that the leads of last season is no longer the same. Mm. And there's with Liverpool, I think there's there's a lot of there's a lot of change in terms of the demeanor and the character of the players this season around. And I, and I think they they're a team that are hungry and they know the threats that other teams are possessing, especially your Chelsea, your Man City, mm. your Man U. 
So I think for, for Liverpool, I think this is a type of game that it, it's a must win for them to, to just to send that message. They have to, man. Yeah. They're still title contenders. Yeah. Which they are. They're, they're, they're looking good. They are. Um, I, I agree with you. I'm going for a Liverpool win. Yeah. I think they have to. Have you seen that Leeds United yeah. documentary? Yeah, I have. I have. Yeah. It's epic, yeah. eh? Interesting. Yeah, 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 man. Like Absolutely. we need more of those. I know, dude. I, I see we Netflix. Need, we need more of those. I see Netflix have just signed um, a, a deal with the PGA, the golf, to do exactly what the Formula One have done, what exactly Leeds United have done. Oh. So now we, we're going to be seeing um, backroom with, with the yeah, golf, that, yeah. That's, which is, that's dope, man. Yeah, this could be epic. Um, and our team, City versus Leicester. I think it's an away game. Uh, for City, I'm not quite sure, but Leicester looking good, Vardy on form, Man City looking unstoppable. Um, gotta be a City win, surely. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, we all know how Leicester plays whenever they play City. They're waiting for that opportunity for Vardy to use that speed. And I think I would, I would presume that at this stage, as, after so long, Pep Guardiola would have had an, 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 a solution for such for such place. Mm. You know, you need to find a solution for such place, and you you can't be always be getting hurt by the same guy, the same play every time you play against them. Sure. And I think Vardy has hurt Man City so much in the past, and I strongly believe that Man City are uh, they they have to go all out this season, and uh, they need to they need to fix this type of nickname. You know, this mm. Achilles heel, Leicester mm. City, fix that, and then you become better. I think that this is one of it's going to be one of those uh, challenging tasks for them, mm. but they have to win. Yeah, they are. They got to win. Um, yeah. Again, it's 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 very rare you you go a season unbeaten. Uh, this is a very very tricky game, but uh, Man City, I think uh, three points for sure. Um, that is for place your bets. We move on to this week in football history. Today we remember great moments from the past. We dive into the time capsule. Join us as we remember great moments from this week in football history. This week in 2019, African footballing legend Samuel Eto'o retired from professional football. 349 goals for club and country in a career spanning 22 years. Eto'o is definitely one of the greatest footballers reigning from Africa. This week in 2009, and I cannot believe this is 11 years ago, Emmanuel Adebayor scored his first goal for Manchester City against his former club Arsenal. However, the talking point of that match was his celebration. The Togolese footballing star ran across the length of the pitch and celebrated in front of the Arsenal fans. Teko, do you remember that? I, I remember it clearly. <laughs> Yeah, but Adibai didn't give him. <laughs> <laughs> and rightly so. But 11 years ago, that is ridiculous. Yeah, time flies. 12 years ago. I mean, that's... Oh, anyway. And finally, this week in 2008, Real Madrid defeated Nemancia 4-3 at the Bernabeu in the second week of the 08-09 La Liga campaign. In doing so, Real became the first team to tally 5,000 goals in La Liga. That is crazy. And that is this week in football history. And from there, we've got an interesting car this week. It's the new Toyota GR Yaris. If you've been living under a rock or are like me and don't want to know much about it just yet, the Toyota GR Yaris, Yaris in short, a rally car with aircon so that you can, you and I can enjoy it too. The GR Yaris is one of those rather special machines. An initial batch of only 190 units is destined for our shores, but Toyota South Africa assures us that more will be made available in months to come. History lesson aside, the Toyota Yaris 
The GR Yaris is the latest blazing hot creation from the Toyota Gazoo Racing Fraternity and is in fact the first wholly designed and built model to arise from them. The little Yaris in inverted commas is even made on the same assembly line as a regular, regular Yaris and is crafted on a dedicated motorsports line. The all-wheel drive system is rather special too. The lightest unit that Toyota has ever produced. It allows for three different driving modes with variable torque and power power splits. Picture this, Teko, coming in at a whopping 700,000 Rand. Yes, you are. You heard me right. 700,000 Rand for a Yaris. You're quite right, though. This is Volkswagen GTI money. And yes, the Golf will be easier to live with, but there is no way the GTI can match the GR Yaris for sheer driving, engagement, performance, or character. 0 to 105 and a half seconds and top speed of 230 kilometers an hour. Yes, that is a Yaris. It is a Toyota though, so I do give it a nine out of 10. Crazy, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> a little Yaris, expensive. 0 to 105 and a half seconds. Are you serious? Bro, anyway. Expensive and yeah, expensive. I mean, that is uh, oh, three exactly. quarters of a million Rand for, for a Yaris. But have a look at the GR Yaris. It is, uh, it's something special. It's very, very different. We're going to need some motivation, Teko, to afford some 700,000 Rand, my friend. Hit us up, Chief. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If you continue to live in your past, you can never change your future. Make a decision. The past is the past. It's gone. Let it go. The future isn't here. You see, all we have here is right now, this very moment. Take action on who you are becoming. Where do you want to go with your life? I write down personally my goals every single morning, believe that I have accomplished them already. If you do the same, you'll see how your life will drastically change. Oh man. Not bad, eh? Speaking from the heart today, Tex. And that, can you believe it, is how we wrap up episode 88 of The Car Wash. Whether you have been listening on SL Podcasts at ZA, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or Maki King 96.7's Gate Time, thank you for tuning in. Of course, I've been your host, with the legend himself, Mr. Teko Medise. Thank you, my friend. Away, my Buddha. Away, away. And we will see you same time, same place next week. Thank you, guys. Cheers. Today is a great day for a car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> <laughs> this is the car wash on the SL podcast. This is a car. Bana and Baba.